balding people and welcome back to those bald chicks your favorite alopecia podcast i'm Kristen, and i'm here with paige and our fourth mama guest deanna adam she is the mom of an incredible alopecia named robin robin is five years old and is a very inspiring young girl so welcome deanna and thank you for being our fourth guest on this mom series if you want to introduce yourself introduce robin tell us all about the alopecia journey you guys have been on Thank you so much for having me. So Robin is five, like you mentioned, and she was diagnosed with alopecia when she was three years old. We noticed her first patch in September of 2019 and was formally diagnosed in January of 2020. Our journey has been interesting. We're nervous at first. We thought, what, is she sick? Like, what's wrong? How can we help her? Is this going to be a long-term illness? And we thought, like, what do we do for her? And then after our first, our official diagnosis with the dermatologist, I spiraled. I was so scared. The dermatologist that we saw told us that we had three options to participate in a trial drug, which I was... Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I was terrified about that. Like... At yeah. three? She was, she was three. I was right, like, what? Like, I was <laughs> She's far too young to just... Be in a trial drug. on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then the other option was the steroid injections. And I was like, I can't put needles in my baby's head. Like, yeah, again, three. three. (laughs) (laughs) And then the third option was do nothing at all. And at the time, I didn't know anything. And I thought, what a horrible suggestion that is. Now here we are. And that's, in my opinion, the best option. So we, we asked for a second opinion and we ended up going to see another dermatologist a few months later. We had to wait for another referral. It was funny because the reviews on like rate MD are all, oh, he's horrible bedside manner. He doesn't have any compassion, but he knows the facts. And I'm like, well, sometimes as long as they know what they're talking about, that's also a good thing. And he, he was fairly abrupt, but he just explained everything and said, look, there's nothing you can do for her. Just love your daughter. And that's yeah. all you can do. And I was like, well, when you put it that way, like I already just love my daughter. So yeah. I guess we'll just keep going with that. And she ended up growing back almost all of her hair in that time period. And we were like, oh, it's cured. And we had a brief period of time where, because I was like crazy on the internet, what can fix this? It's nothing to be fixed in my opinion now, but at the time my mindset was different. And Absolutely. I read a, a study that there was a link between celiac disease and alopecia and that there was people who had alopecia who then were later on tested for celiacs and they cut gluten for a bunch of these people and then it turned out that a bunch of them did indeed have celiacs and their hair grew back and I was like oh that must be the answer so we had a year where we cut gluten and that's when her hair had grown back so we were like wow it's a miracle she just can't have gluten until her hair started falling out again and we were like oh Yep. <laughs> it's like a, just a little fluke. It helped. Wait a minute. Never, uh, never mind. It was just a little coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what we did. So like we told her at the time because like telling a three-year-old you can't have food for mommy's satisfaction really because that's what it was. 
we were like, oh, maybe like she was complaining about stomach aches at the time. So we're like, it's probably, you know, we're doing this because of your stomach aches and didn't seem to entirely buy it. But she went with the flow for a while and we were like, we think your stomach aches are gone (laughs) when we brought gluten back. But like, we, here's like, all we, the gluten again. Yeah, we were like cautious. We were nervous that her stomach aches would come back because they did go away in that time, but they didn't come back. It was there was no issues. Like we did get her tested, just like the blood work, which we know isn't entirely accurate. But we didn't think yeah. that doing a biopsy for her was the the best thing given her age. It was more for hair purposes that we were concerned, which in retrospect is silly mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to think that but yeah so then most of that hair grew back again so we're like we'll just enjoy this ride we do believe that her hair loss like alopecia is alopecia and it does its own thing but we think that it does get a little bit triggered when she has like traumatic experiences so in april of 2021 she like fell off a swing and like it was a nasty fall that required like calling 911 and she ended up being fine but I remember holding her and I was so scared oh my god because she couldn't move I was like oh my gosh like she's she's gonna be wheelchair bound and bald and I was like this this kid can't catch a break like what because she had a little a small bald spot on the top of the head it was so tiny and I was holding her and I was so scared and then and I was also thinking I'm like this this patch is going to get bigger and within a few weeks it was huge maybe a coincidence but I, I think that when her system is just like triggered it yeah triggered. Like stressing. <laughs> yeah and then because hair started growing back and then last August so August 2021 she broke her arm and more hair fell out weird yeah right. quite and accident she, prone <laughs> yeah and it's really strange to me because she doesn't really get sick like she'll get like a sniffly nose and hair falls out while like her sister will get sick at the same time and we'll have like a fever and a cough and just be like unwell and Robin will just have like a sniffly nose and her hair falls out so I feel like and this is just my assumptions my uneducated assumptions that when her immune system is triggered it just goes full force and knocks out everything including the hair kind of thing that's funny you say that though because I was just sick well Damon was sick first and he got this horrible cough like it wasn't COVID or anything. He just got a cold, but it was knocked him. Like he still has the cough. And then I got sick and I had a little bit of sniffles. And I think I had a sore throat and that was it. But he was like just out for the count. And I'm like, do you really feel that bad? Like I feel bad, but like I'm, I'm okay. And he's like, no, like this is terrible. And he still has that cough and I'm fine now. So I wonder if our immune systems are just working haywire because... When I did get sick, I noticed a couple bald spots too. But I was like, no, that that has nothing to do with him. I just have areata, so I get new bald patches all the time. But I think that's interesting because I think it does work so hard that it's like, okay, let's start getting rid of the hair over here. Yeah, <laughs> That's part of the sickness, I guess. So that's crazy that you say that. Was she diagnosed with areata? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, so she officially... Officially, I guess. Can you say officially in alopecia world? Since you can have <laughs> different official. types. So it's Ariata then. She hasn't had any other ones than Ariata. Yeah, just Ariata. Okay. I think you're the first mom with a kid with Ariata. I think the rest of the moms that we've had have been universalis or totalis. So interesting. One of the Ariata people. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, Ariata's definitely kind of interesting and fun. Yeah. It's 
forever changing. I kid you not, Kristen knows, every time I got a new bald patch, every time, you know, my hair was changing, I was like, look at this. What What is going on? I, I'm so confused because it's like, I'm not stressed. I'm okay. I've been doing yoga. I've been meditating. Like, I've done all these things. So what else could it be? So, yeah, it's crazy. So, in regards to our questions, I think you already kind of answered this. How did you feel when she first started losing her hair? I was just scared that she had something else going on that was, I want to say more serious, because, like, I think alopecia is serious, but that she would be ill. Like, I remember rushing to the doctor, being like, test her for lupus. She has lupus because she is very fair-skinned, and when she runs, she gets red around her face. And I was like, that's the butterfly that they say that lupus patients have, and... Yep. She doesn't have lupus. <laughs> <laughs> they thought I had lupus too. I'm very fair. So that's that's so funny that <laughs> me and Robin are very close to what's going on with us. So what would you say that the biggest hurdle for you personally as her mom and then for Robin as well that you guys have kind of overcome? I think like the biggest hurdle for me is coping with our support system because they mean so well. And they usually do a great job, but I'm always correcting people. They say, oh, is it getting worse? Oh, oh, it's growing back. That's great. It's better. And I have decided that hair loss is not bad and hair growth is not good. It just is. There's hair growing. That's what it is. There's hair loss. That's what it is. So just like trying to coach people to have that same mentality because they're just on the outside looking in and they say, oh, wow, that's so great. And I'm like, we don't celebrate hair growth right? because we don't mourn hair loss. So... Because if you celebrate it, then when it goes, then it's going to be even more upsetting because you celebrated the growth. I completely agree with that. It's that roller coaster ride, right? Like the highs when you grow the hair and then the lows when you lose it. So it's like, you know, if you don't do either and you kind of just stay mid-range, that's probably better. I remember the roller coaster ride and I was like, no, I'm off this. Like, I don't care if my hair grows. Right. I think just kind of being, like you said, fine with it. It is what it is. If it goes, it goes. If it comes, it comes. That's why like growing my hair out, I'm like, if I lose it, I lose it. I'll just shave my hair then. I try to not focus on it because when you focus on it, that's when all those thoughts come in. I think that's also really hard for moms too. We've heard that, you know, people asking so many questions and paying attention to you more because they know that your daughter or son has hair loss. It's a weird dance to do because it's like, yes, my daughter or son has hair loss, but can we not focus on that? my daughter or son are more than their hair loss. Like they also play soccer. They also dance. They also do this. Like we don't have to always pay attention to the hair loss part, you know? So I think a lot of moms have said that where it's like educating while trying not to get upset at everybody because it's like, there's so much to go, but also it's kind of annoying sometimes when so many people ask so many things about your hair loss. Cause it's like, Hey, I have other things going on in my life. You know, yeah, you so. want to know my hobbies, my interests, like exactly cool about me. No, right. Oh, you just want to talk about my bald. I yep, <laughs> absolutely. Because it's like everyone on the outside views it as like this huge. Oh my gosh, how do you do life like that? I want to know all the ins and outs. Like, how do you feel? And it's like, I honestly don't think about it that much. <laughs> like, I know I have hair loss, but I pay attention to so many other things now, and I feel like everybody on the outside is like, no, let's just focus on your hair loss. So that's. It's like a hard thing to to overcome. I agree because it's like you want to educate, you want to spread awareness, but you also just want to be a normal person. So yeah, that's, that's a hard one to, to go through, especially as moms, because kids can't 
explain it as well as adults can too. Do you ever come across that where it's like, so we were talking to Jenna and she said something of, along the lines of like, she has approached her daughter's hair loss as like a teaching moment, like having her daughter have a teaching moment instead of shying away from her hair loss. So if somebody says, hey, why don't you have hair like a kid? She just has taught her daughter what alopecia is. And if she wants to explain what it is to that child that asked, then she will. And then the kid will be like, oh, okay. And then they'll go play instead of being like, oh, don't talk about my hair loss, where it becomes a bigger thing where the kid's like, oh, well, now I really want to know. It's kind of like, here, this is what it is. Now let's move past it and go play. And I think that's so interesting. I was like, oh, I wish adults were like that. <laughs> so has anybody come up to her kid, kid wise and asked her, hey, why don't you have hair? So she has mentioned to me that at school, uh, one of her friends asked her, why do you have these bald spots on your head? She actually said, why do you have these shaved spots on your head? Oh, really? They're, they're five. They're in kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> and Robin said, I have alopecia. And kids like, okay. <laughs> and just... <laughs> All right. <laughs> kids are something else. Can you imagine right? adults just being like, All right. Okay. <laughs> I would love that response. So in regards to school, that's actually great. You know, because kids are super curious and I feel like more vocal than adults. I feel like kids are just more matter of fact than adults and are just like, hey, what's going on with you? But has she dealt with bullying at all? So there was one instance where it ended up being a complete misunderstanding. I had actually messaged you, Paige, about it because I was I was yeah. so mad. I was and sad and I was, oh, it was not a good night. I was... Yeah. raging and crying and just a disaster because I was like oh so she it was like just before bedtime and she tells me um that she's sad and she wants to talk to me about something so we sit down together and I'm like tell me anything like I'm always here for you and she she tells me someone at school said bald is not beautiful and I was like pardon me and so she was started getting a bit confused like I tried to stay calm because parents reacting is going to cause the kids to not want to talk because they're concerned they did something wrong and so I stayed super calm but I was like who said that like why would somebody say that and then she she was confused and then she told me that her teacher said it and I was like what like why would your teacher say that that's not okay for a teacher to say and then she's like oh maybe it was the kid in the class and then she's like I don't remember I just bald is beautiful right and I'm like of course bald is beautiful like and so we worked things out we talked and then as soon as she went to bed I got typing away an email to the teacher to clarify what happened and the next morning when I was dropping her off at school the teacher called me over and we had a little chat and so what happened was they were making self-portraits and Robin was using like an excessive amount of yarn for the hair to the point where like the face was covered. So the teacher was like, maybe just use like a little bit less so that your face isn't covered. But she took it as you're saying use less yeah. because I have less hair. And yeah. that like that's not what the teacher had intended. And then she like took it further to feel as though she was being told that bald isn't beautiful. So she she misunderstood things. And so we talked about that. And the teacher did apologize to her for making her feel that way. But luckily, it was just uh, it's just a misunderstanding. Like her teacher is such a sweet, wonderful person. I, yeah. as I was like, there's no way she said that. I don't understand. But she was just sensitive on the topic. And so she kind of twisted things around. And, yeah. and that's okay for her to do because she's going through something that not everyone goes through. And yeah, 
I guess just everyone needs to be a little bit more sensitive on the topic towards her and that's a reasonable request. People I've noticed don't really know how to talk about hair because I remember when I first told Damon about my hair loss, he would tiptoe around stuff to do with hair. And it's crazy because I would also do the same thing where I would be like, ooh, did that mean what I think it meant when you said that? And he's like, no, no, I, I didn't mean it like that at all. But my brain... Chris and I love to call it alopecia brain, alopecia brain is yeah. you think anything to do with hair loss, even if you're not even talking about your hair, but just hair in general is kind of like a jab at you or almost like a, well, you could do this when most of the time it's not, but my brain, that's just how it works. And it's still to this day, my brain is like, oh, well, was that against my alopecia? Like I eat, <laughs> this is embarrassing to even say, but I'm going to do it. We tell all. So I was scrolling on Facebook last night and there was a woman that I know that dealt with or is currently dealing with menopausal hair loss, I think like, or after pregnancy, like post-pregnancy, postnatal, something like that. Hair loss. Postpartum. Yeah. Yeah. Po- yeah. And I was reading and I was like, don't look at the comments page. Don't look at the comments. And then I did, of course. So Anything to do with hair loss, I watch or read. And there was a person in there that said, oh, I was full on basically like male pattern baldness. And then somebody else said under there like, oh my God, how did you even go through that? How'd you even do it? And I felt that just hit my chest. And I was like, they weren't even talking about me. I'm not involved in that at all. But I sat there and I'm like, oh, that really hurt my heart. It's manageable. Hair loss is hair loss. Like, oh, it just, I don't know. Comments like that really, it just hit me. And I'm like, ooh, see people see hair loss as in a bad way. So like, I can see why she thought that because I think those things too. And that's like a really hard hurdle to, to get over is other people's opinions that you're sitting there like, how do you even see hair loss like that? But it's like, that's just how they view it. And you can't really change their minds other than just like educating. But oof, that's hard when it comes to kids because look, I'm an adult and I'm still feeling that way. So that that must be hard to try and like talk through because how do you explain that? Oh no, she was just talking about the face part. You can't really explain that because she's just hyper-focused on hair, the hair part, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. Because I feel that too. I mean, like, uh, kids are adults. Everything hair, you really pay attention to. You really do. Like, even if you're in a group of friends and they start talking about yes. shampoos and what they're doing for their hair, and you're just like, you're seriously talking about that in front of me? They should be able to talk about anything, but you yeah. just have that sensitivity. Of it's like, just that initial, like, ooh, like, yeah. I feel a little uncomfortable in this situation. <laughs> Like they know, they know I have hair loss. Like they're feeling comfortable enough to talk about it in front of me, but I'm like, "Mm, I don't know how I feel. So I know we have like a bunch more questions for you and I'm going to hand it off to Kristen because I've been talking a whole bunch. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. It's good. What has been your biggest triumph that your daughter has accomplished through this hair loss journey? I'd say she just overall, typically she just doesn't care. Like I'm so proud of her. Every single time. Last summer, last June, she had her first dance recital. Uh, I was just going to bring that up. I know, I was <laughs> like, favorite story. I was hoping you were going to bring it up. Okay, keep going. <laughs> so, <laughs> for that recital, I was so worried because they wanted a center part for the hair. So, Robin has, like, aside from her bald patches, she keeps the longer hair that she has. 
And I contacted the dance studio, like, how on earth am I supposed to do a center part on my kid? Like, she doesn't have any hair on the center top of her head. And they were like, do whatever she wants, like whatever makes her comfortable, which I also think is just incredible because I know the dance world can be a little bit rough around those kind of things. And they just want to foster happy children. So whatever makes the kids happy. And I went out and I bought that topic stuff to like fill in like thinning hair because they told me at the store that it would work and I was like will it work if there's no hair no it won't work if there's no hair (laughs) they said it would but no it doesn't (laughs) and I got like root spray that fired by you page yep (laughs) and so I was like just ready with all these things like what in case she wants to cover her bald because I just want her to be comfortable and confident on the stage however she wants to be and so I bought all these things I was ready to go and she didn't want any of it she just wanted to go on the stage and she went up there and she was just so confident and she did just she just didn't care and I just I cried so hard like I barely saw the performance because there was so many tears (laughs) you should um seen us when we looked at those pictures you sent us I showed Damon I showed my mom I was so proud of her I kid you not when I saw those pictures and she she looked so happy Mm -hmm. in those pictures too proud and happy I sat there and I'm like Kristen says it all the time in these mom episodes but like she inspires me her just rocking her bald out there inspires me to go out and just rock my patchy head because it's just incredible how she was just, yeah, I'm going to rock this and nobody can tell me otherwise. Oh, my favorite story. The best story in the world. So in regards to her future, since that's clearly in the cards for her future with her being just so lovely and, and bold and bald, what are you looking forward to for the future for Robin? I just want her to keep that flame alive. I just don't ever want her to let anyone make her feel like she needs to stop being so proud of her amazing self. Like she's just such an incredible person and she she just needs to keep on not caring. That's just. (laughs) Absolutely. We can't wait for the day that we can meet all of these little girls because we talk about it all the time. We're like, we really need to meet all of these little girls because it'll not only be great for them, it'll be great for us. Because we can just see how proud and confident and happy they are. That'll just warm our hearts and fill our cups. So we can't wait for the day that we can meet Robin. Like Seriously, that'll be the day. Because I'm pretty sure that you were one of the first people that reached out to us where you had us bawling on the floor. Just like, oh, (laughs) this is why we do what we do. Yeah, she's an incredible little girl. You can tell in the pictures you have sent, she's so happy of who she is. And I agree. I hope she keeps that flame alive because it's just so powerful. Absolutely. Right close to you. So we can still do the school thing whenever the age is appropriate. So Yeah. Well, they did say that like grade one or two is probably best. And grade one is just a few months away. Just a few months away. Killing me that she's growing up. Yeah, that's super exciting. I know when I go visit Kristen, we will absolutely come see her together too. Because why? Why? Why wouldn't we? I (laughs) I gotta figure that out. That's I gotta plan for that. (laughs) Right. So, what has been your best resources? My best resources would be you guys. Um, Deanne Graham. She has been incredible. She has like a course that she's just released, releasing it now. 
uh, but I had the privilege to kind of be one of the testers on it initially. Oh, and it's really informative, just teaches a lot of information for parents who are just starting to go through everything. And my other best resource would be a storybook called Shreya's Very Own Style. That has been just like, oh, like you can go on YouTube to see a read along, but I highly recommend that all parents go and buy this book because it's wonderful. Shreya is a lot like Robin. She is alopecia areata and she has all her long hair. And just like most of the books about alopecia, the kids are completely bald, so just not entirely relatable. And Shreya wanted to like do her hair differently, but if she did, people would see her bald and how would she do that? How would people react? What are they going to do? And then one day she was like, you know what? I'm just going to wear my headband. She like made herself a cute headband and she wore it. And her friends were fully accepting of her because they were her friends and the hair wasn't the most important thing to them. And we bought that book shortly after telling Robin about her alopecia because she, she had like two days where she was really upset and she was like trying to cover her head and didn't want anyone to see. And so we, we got that book and it... I think the first like five times I read it, I was just like sobbing while reading it to her. I'm like, mm-hmm. She's like, why are you crying? I'm like, I just like the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I don't think I've seen many books with people with their bio hair still and just their bald patches. So that's so great. I'm going to absolutely link that in the episode description because any books that are recommended by all the moms were Lincoln because we know that books go a long way with kids. So thank you for that recommendation because I'm definitely yeah, going to check great. that out. I didn't even know about that one. So. No, neither did I. Yeah. So that's so great. great. I love it. <laughs> what is one piece of advice you would give parents whose child is just in the beginning stages or the tough stages of hair loss? like the hardest one I feel I know right (laughs) right but a good one because there's so much you could say like there's so much advice that you could give but yeah it's our favorite question I feel like just what was best for us is if you can just reach a point of accepting what it is stop trying to find a cure there isn't a cure and if things work it's probably has side effects that are not comfortable for your child so it's really not worth thinking that feeling physically unwell is more important than than your hair and just that what I was saying before I don't celebrate the growth and don't mourn the loss just coast through it because that's all that's all you can do and if you ride the roller coaster you're just it's not fun (laughs) it's not a fun roller coaster it's almost like present each day like it's a brand new one you don't know what's going to happen with your hair you don't know what's going to happen that day so let's just start it as a brand new day and go with what it is and just work with the day. That's what I feel like helps me with my hair loss is every day is different. I could wake up with no eyebrow. I could wake up with more bald patches. Just knowing that it's forever changing and it probably always will be. Yeah, I agree. That's great advice. I love the don't celebrate the growth and don't mourn the loss because it's just letting it be the way it is. Oh, I love that. I'm, I'm going to start living with that, right? that phrase. I'm going to start saying that to myself. <laughs> but okay, so our chick bit is the words mom, ma, or mama are pretty universal sounds for mothers because babies' first words typically start with the M sound. So that's pretty interesting. Unless you have the dad in there being like, dad, dad. <laughs> Making sure that the first one to be said, the first name to be said. But yeah, you guys know the drill. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at those bald chicks 
at gmail.com. I almost forgot it. <laughs> or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. We want to say thank you to yes. you so much for thank being you. here. It has been incredible. We have loved your perspective. We think it's so important to get the mom perspectives out there because it's just a different world than a kid having alopecia. Like you see it happening. You see different things than what your kid sees. So it's really important and we are so happy to have you on. But yep, all of the links to everything you need is in our direct me, which you will be able to find in the episode description. Until next time, guys, bald pack out.